Welcome to the Southampton FC India podcast. My name is Bharat, and with me I have some amazing bunch of friends and Southampton fellow Southampton supporters. And we're going to be talking about a wide range of topics, starting from match analysis to transfer news and to what's happening in our academy as well. We all are from India, and we are very how do I put it? We are very happy to present to you our story. Uh, this is going to be the first episode in a long list of episodes going to come out. And in this episode, we're going to be touching base on a lot very topics like our recent uh, campaign which ended last season. What are the what the future looks like? The transfer news and even our recent trip to Crystal Palace. But let's not uh, start on a bad note. Uh, the first thing I'm going to talk about is how did we guys land up supporting Southampton? So guys, uh, welcome. I'll just introduce you guys as well. We have Shijan, we have Akshay, and we have Tanmay. Uh, have been supporting Southampton for a really long time. So I just want to ask uh, Shijin to you: How did you come like stumble upon Southampton, and what made you think, "Oh, this is the club I'm going to be supporting for life"? Uh, so hi, Bharat. Hi, Akshay. And hi, Tanmay. So like everyone else, uh, probably everyone else, I've been supporting Southampton for almost a decade—not really a decade. It's like eight or nine years from the 2012 era. We were still in the championship. I heard about this team, and my story is a little bit weird. And the thing happened with my story is like I was really into Hollywood for the first time at then, and I started my movie with Leonardo DiCaprio's famous hit that is Titanic, which eventually made its voyage from Southampton. <laughs> I'm sorry that that destination Southampton kind of struck on my mind, and I was like, yeah, I heard about this team. And I actually went yeah. and I was new to football as well. I actually searched about this team. I went to the history. I came to know about Matt Letizia, James Beattie, and many others. And I eventually fell in love with Adam Lallana's gameplay. I'm a big fan of Adam Lallana. I still do support him. He's still in the South Coast as of now, but not really with us. But I still like his gameplay. And then I went on watching Ricky Lambert. He helped us uh, secure the promotion. And then. a uh, magnificent uh, europa league spot a year or two later which actually got me and i have been supporting this team ever since and i'm a die hard fan of this club <laughs> so there's nothing much more to add it it's a stupid reason but i still immensely fell in love with this club yeah i think no reason is stupid you i'm sure you might have come across people who have very varied interest and very different thinking behind them. Doing a particular thing, so no judgments there. Even I have a very weird story, kind of. But I'll leave it to first Akshay. Like Akshay, how are you, man? Please, I want to know about your story and how did you stumble upon us? Okay, okay. So uh, even mine is a kind of weird story. Like uh, it all started with the game. So. Uh, uh during like uh, uh i was uh, abroad like not in india my, like during my childhood i was in uh, oman so uh, during that time uh, i didn't have the kind of internet connection or things to you know to go and search about uh, like football or cricket yeah. i was a cricket fan during those times okay so um but uh, but the one thing we en- we all like the all, all of us enjoyed was to you know share the games we had and you know to play them so i remember i got this fifa 11 and uh, even though i was not so you know like uh, 
interested in football at that at that time uh, i i just kind of played it and i so we have to choose a team right yeah and i was just going on like uh, what team i can choose and i want to you know uh, go with the trend of road to glory kind of thing so then i uh, saw this uh, team southampton and uh, the name really i like i really like the name like the southampton the <laughs> the name got me very interesting and uh, and even the kind of uh, you know strategies that they were mentioning in the game like the youth development or things so i fell in love with that and i started playing with the club and uh, even even then i didn't follow the club as you know from the real kind of situation yeah. but i was uh, you know following it through the game and uh, i uh, even like reason i uh, loved lalana then like uh, uh, he 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 was one of my favorites during that time and uh, then i i started playing fifa 14 then okay and even yeah. then i took southampton then only i started uh, you know uh, I, i i got the internet connection then then yeah. then i started following the team then uh, once i watched the match i, I guess it's uh, it's manchester united and uh, southampton i guess uh, the 3-2 3-2 southampton lost okay against united uh, van persie scored a brace i guess i i, I don't remember clearly who scored it so um that was the first game i actually watched and uh, after that was for in season of like yeah, <laughs> very sad to see a lot, a lot of players leaving then, yeah. uh, but again with the, with the recruitment and all it was it was like that that year was something very like you know very memorable like kind of thing even oh, i used to get yeah. even i used to get bullied by the my friends like all of them supposed supported united that's actually a story of everyone i'm sure everyone has been <laughs> yeah. getting those uh, stupid jibes out oh, you yeah. southampton yeah. what you have won and also we are with you yeah. actually exactly. you don't worry about yeah. it <laughs> you can rant all you yeah, want we are with you some of them some, um, some of them respected the decision like yeah. you know uh, because the team was something of of a kind of you know role model to many other clubs like yeah. how a club should be run so many of them respected the thing like you know you are a southampton supporter yeah it's very good but so it was a kind of you know yeah uh, <laughs> understandable yeah. that why you want to share your journey yeah. so that's the journey yeah and my your mic is actually off wait wait uh the mic is off yeah you have to unmute yourself now can you hear me yeah i can hear you now yeah please uh, tell me yeah. man what is your weird story about uh, southampton how did you fall in yeah. love with this club i started following under uh, morishi pochettino like uh, yeah. second half of first season back in premier league yeah and and i liked uh, the way we played and uh, philosophies like to promote uh, youth players and sign cheap and sell for more profits i i i really like that and ever since i have been following and supporting them yeah 
and that's Crazy. it i think that season was like one of the most exciting football we ever played yeah. under pochettino uh too good like i remember those times where we, we had one to... of the best defense yeah i think dean lauren had just come in at that point we had jose font and his yeah, second daniel klein and all those people the same after that i guess after lauren left we were the second best defense in premier league yep. totally agree so this is actually jersey yeah, the jersey of the second season yeah. the third season actually yeah. Probably the best jersey in the last decade. Yeah, right. I really love those colors. <laughs> no, but I actually like. Can't really get the right colors. But I actually like the first jersey as well. Once we were back in the Premier League, the one which had arms on it. Yeah. I honestly yeah. loved it. Even on FIFA. I, I, I kind of felt like Liverpool. It kind of felt like Liverpool. No, it was totally red. I, we are supposed to be red and white. Yeah. Well, they just emptied the white. It looks like Liverpool. I, so, I loved it, man. I honestly loved it. So for me as well, it was Graziano Pelle was you know the height of. Oh passion. yeah, I think even with Graziano Pelle, you whenever he used to he used to score a goal, he used to like take the t-shirt like yeah, and all those things yeah, yeah. super exciting to watch. So for me, I think I started Southampton supporting Southampton by watching this very old match. I'm not too sure if you guys remember it. It's the last match, second or last match between us and Coventry City back in the Championship. This was our rise towards the Premier League, and we had actually won for one final, and I had no idea what to do. Okay, like I had no <laughs> idea what this team was. I had just started watching football. Like I never used to watch cricket as well back then. I like you loosely used to watch football, like see Arsenal, United, Barcelona, and all those clubs. Like you should check out Champions League matches and all those. But I never had a proper allegiance. But I think I watched this one match. It's still on YouTube, and the my only liked video on YouTube. Is this match is final match? I'll share it with you guys. It's amazing. Like it's really amazing to see the passion which goes it. Like when the whistle blows uh, for full time, everyone invades, and you see this crazy scene happening. You have Tadanarli Tadana Lee. I'm not too sure if I can read yeah, the name properly. He had a broken yeah. leg and he's dancing with champagne and stuff like that. So I think that's how I started supporting Southampton. Loosely started supporting Southampton, and then I think. As Tanmay said, when Mauricio Pochettino came in, uh, it was something surreal. And Nigel Atkins did an amazing job of bringing us back to the uh, Premier League, yeah. but uh, he eventually didn't work out in the Premier League. But yeah. the first goal of Ricky Lambert against Manchester City is still imprinted in my eyes. <laughs> oh, everyone does that. Yeah. <laughs> everyone remembers that. That goal, well, I thought like we're gonna win that match, but eventually we did it. And a little bit context, guys, uh, how Southampton FC India got to be formed. I remember I had reached out to this one uh, Australian guy called Trevor. He had set up this Southampton FC India page, and I remember, oh, I was just trying to find out more people who this support Southampton or not. And then I stumbled upon him, and he made me the admin of the page. Now the admin, the editor of the page, and mm-hmm. then I met Josiah as well, who's unfortunately not on this call, but he's from the northeast, and he also was supporting Southampton. And then eventually I met Tadmay, yeah. and then we started this WhatsApp group back in 2014. And eventually, slowly, everyone got it added, and now we are 18 okay. members strong, 18 die-hard yeah. Southampton supporters. So maybe not the great number, uh, I'm sure, but we do have the quality and the passion to go for it. Now, quickly, guys, I want to understand uh, your views about last season. I understand we had a very pathetic start. I'm not going to say it's yeah. going to be a good start or an okay start or a bad start. So it's pathetic, but we eventually turned around and made the most of it post lockdown. So what are your views? Like, what do you think? Ralph got it right. 
maybe your comments on it. What could have been better or anything of that sort. ஒருத்தர்ஸ் Uh, because Raj got his game spotted and all, and later on, even after the nine-nil defeat, it was just upwards. It was simply upwards. It's good. Uh, uh, barely few matches, one or uh, two matches, you were like oh, one-nil, two-nil <laughs> down uh, to some big teams. But that's fine. That's absolutely fine. That happens in football. But if you see the graph, it was actually upwards. Simply, it's going to happen the same. Raj made it very clear this season that we didn't have so many friendlies. We had many people. out on international duties we got a sword arms from one of a leader in the right to flank uh, injured and so ralph is getting it sorted and it's not like we're losing by three or four goals we're losing yeah. by one nil or two nil even after that we are having more position in the game more chances created so let's look at that we should be optimistic about that we have more chances we should get it sorted we are good team we just need some creativity and it will get done i'm not pretty confident about that whenever we start losing one or two match right i directly call it's going to be a meltdown because <laughs> it always seems the same way like we can't get it right for some reason but i'm really happy that you have this very optimistic view about this season even i hope so that we have an amazing season i want to have a great season it's been two i think two seasons right where we were not that great like we were yeah. shit yeah yeah like uh, no we have the sort of uh, football groups in colleges yeah. and uh, everyone were calling is relegation content is every year <laughs> so uh, from that to some place where like they are calling us you can really achieve the uh, if if the if targets the players the the kind of mentality that changes for the opposition you know, fans shows how how well we have gone from what we were like uh, after coman left uh, managers came managers went like like what watford has been doing recently so so it's, it's always a problem when things are changing but the club and the board you know they they were optimistic about how ralph has been changing the club so they kept him and it it has been a positive Uh, impact it has given a positive impact to the club too like it's always a problem when a complete structure of the team changes like okay. yeah. we were playing position based getting the ball slowly progressing and from that the team has completely went to like counter attacking all in attack high line defense so it's always a problem for the club, you know for the players to adapt to the situation and okay. even the kind of uh, injury issues like fitness has to be way higher than what it was for them to play in such a situation yep. so uh, it will take time for the players to get you know to get uh, adapting to this scenario even now the new season uh, after this uh, you know intense uh, kind of games they had uh, after the restart they had to you know rest now the club had to give them rest so they went on to rest then they came back four weeks of pre season two weeks gone for international break half of our team 
doing their international so it's always a problem when uh, the 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 kind of uh, coaches and players don't get uh, you know enough sessions between them yeah. and even crystal palace and brentford their play, players are always with them for ah. for weeks for preseason so they had enough time to you know uh, so it's always we, yes we kind of get irritated and frustrated because we had the positive uh, you know mentality that we had like at the end of the season last season so we will have kind of expectations and like and being supporters of a club like southampton we shouldn't be always very highly optimistic about everything so we should have the kind of <laughs> don't say that don't chatter around you know no i i am talking about the expectations yeah. like we can't be always on the levels like big clubs where they are spending lots and lots of money and we are you know kind of developing Definitely. so even our kind of uh, uh, man even our manager al or martin simmons even they were talking about the same thing like uh, we can't spend like the uh, big teams and we can't uh, always have players we can ralph doesn't like to play with a big team like he wants the team to be very small very trimmed and perfect and uh, at a situation like uh, we are having lot of games this year it will yeah. be a tough time for ralph to you know manage everyone so so uh, we we can expect of being a europa league contender let's hope this season yeah. but we should yeah let's hope that but we should be you know optimist but not get frustrated every time because we have high, high expectations we should so be on me, that level where you no know, yeah we are developing yeah definitely for me so i think i always felt that southampton is that club or that buffer between the big six and the rest of the football yeah. i always yeah. felt like the rest 13 teams we should win all those matches and with the big six if it's all right if we lose as well so that's i think that's expectation which i come in every season which gets shattered to be honest for the past two seasons but i'm very honest like if i if we keep losing with crystal palace or brentford for that matter it doesn't look good like or yes there are a number of reasons but if we yeah. want to be at that high level if we want to be at that uh, competing with the big six and then being a big six team as well we need to be winning these matches yeah. like there can't be any excuses that oh we had to that's completely agreed like right now we are not in the position but i'm hopefully that we pull up our act together and once the season progresses and ralph brings in his players uh let's see how it goes tanmay you have any thoughts or should i like let's go on to the next topic since we pretty uh, much covered everything <laughs> for last season and yeah, this yeah last season i think we did well yeah we did well like it was the end or is it towards the first as well uh, what do you think <laughs> No, the full season. Full season. I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, like our expectations at the start of last season were to finish mid table, and we did that. So I'm pretty happy with it. <laughs> Actually, okay. the I guess after the Arsenal game, the team completely changed after the Arsenal game. Two two. Uh, yeah, uh, and I even felt that that nine nil also was a turning was a big, point. Uh, hit on that was head. a turning point. Yeah. I I felt like yesterday I uh, I don't know you guys remember are you guys might be remembering that Bayern just beat Schalke 8-0 and I was like to few Schalke supporters hey, don't worry guys we're been yeah. through worse at home yeah. by a team so called Leicester yeah but Leicester are champions like Premier League winners 
so you, you are just talking to be, be like trash but <laughs> bayern it you know just beat it to to barcelona so yeah. i mean they're still bayern we just got we just lost to leicester i mean that's embarrassing that's kind of embarrassing but to be honest yeah. we have also beat teams eight nil guys please don't forget yes. sunderland people sunderland yeah, 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 watching this show and sunderland don't forget us Cause that I remember, I putting it on Twitter, I putting it on Facebook. No one is talking about that eight mil at that point. At that point, right? Seriously, no one, seriously. No one was like telling you Southampton are doing something. You know? There were so many iconic moments, like Man, the fastest Pele ran goal. over. No, yeah, they ran over. Yeah. Mane and Pele, they they ran over Sunderland like anything. Tadic as well, man. That was such an amazing game. Yeah. I could not believe it. Like no one was talking about it. Eight nil, Sunderland. Yeah. But still, I think that's one of the vices of being a small club, and that's all. The uh, you okay with it? You also played three two. You also played against Villa six one. That's you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, I think we have some amazing football playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's not. So now I think. But we, but uh, the three yeah. two three two game against Liverpool was one of the best exciting games. I oh yes seen. yes. Where Mane yeah. scored, right? I think that who someone told us here, right? It was an interview to go to Liverpool. Who was that person? Someone had put in that. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was me. Stijan, yeah. it was you, right? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think it was Stijan who had told this. But anyway, I think we have summarized what our season is, and I just want yeah. to have like a quick expectations. Like, what do you think we're going to finish this season? Like a number, just a number. You don't need to give me any reason. Just a number. We're going to finish this season. Uh, Akshay, what do you think? I I guess we we might reach tenth or ninth. Okay. Like, Shijar, okay. what do you based think? on how the things go, the thing might change. Yeah. But as yeah. of now, as of now, the team, I guess uh, ninth or tenth is something we can do it. a possible finish. Definitely. Shijar, what is your number? Is it six? Is it third? Specifically. <laughs> Okay, so um, let's be realistic. Uh, since we finished eleventh last season, yeah. one simple number I want to give you from my heart is nine. Okay. And but I am pretty optimistic that this team right now is capable of getting a Europa spot. Okay. Okay. Very optimistic. I'll go and I'll say that very realistically and something <laughs> I can live with is ten. Like if we finish tenth, I'm all right. This season and next season, though we want Champions League for sure. That is the for sure. <laughs> Definitely, no questions. Yeah. If we finish tenth this season, next season Champions League we can do it. Anyway, Tanmay, a number. What do Ninth. you think? Ninth. Great. Ninth. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, uh, as you know, Hoiberg has left us and he's gone to Tottenham, and we still haven't been able to replace him. We do have like talent good enough. I'm not too sure. But we need to find a playmaker, and we can't rely on Stuart Armstrong as well. We bought in uh, Kyle Walker Phillips. We bought in Peter. Sorry, uh, we bought in <laughs> Salisu as well. But our defense is okayish. I feel like right now. But what do you think? Like, what does our transfer window look like? What do you expect from Ralph to bring in, or what do you expect the board to bring in this season? Tanmay, what do you think? Yeah. So yeah, we really need another central midfielder to replace Hoiberg. Okay. And my current suggestion would be Josh Da Silva of Brentford. He's really good. Like he's young and energetic. Uh, and yeah. another player we should look for is a winger because Ufal is 
uh, rumors could be leaving. So again, I think it's side Benrahma of, of Brentford. He is a good player, very skillful one. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Akshay, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, what do you like expect? Like which positions to be filled up? I expect uh, centre mid obviously. Like okay. uh, that's a really problem area for us now because. Romeo is not fast enough to reach everywhere, and he is not a kind of organizer that Hoiberg was. Like whatever we say about Hoiberg, Hoiberg was Hoiberg was a real organizer in the team. Like he 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 used to you know point out to everyone, and he used to say to the players what you have to do at at, at the present at present. Even though Watros is the captain, he is a captain who leads by example rather than on the pitch kind of conversations. So we need a player like him, like Hoiberg, who can really be an organizer in that spot. And so centre midfield is a real, really, uh, no, a problematic area. The main point, like be. we need a centre uh, midfielder, a playmaker yeah, kind of yeah. a person like Armstrong for sure. That's yeah, yeah. That. And if uh, suggestions are to be asked, I would say uh, Ibrahim is a great option. Like he uh, he is available for some eight million or ten million something. Wow. So yeah. and he has one of the best stats, stats around Europe at yeah. that price point. And I just so hope like Ibrahim Sangare is a great option. Yeah. I just I just hope that and even Olympiakos uh, yeah, uh, the club. Buhal yeah. has been, you know, uh, in the news. In the news, Buhal has been. Buhal, uh, in some news, I have heard that Buhal, Buhal has agreed terms with Olympiakos. Okay. So, if that's the case, Olympiakos uh, one midfielder named Madi Kamara is again such a player who can, who is a deep lying playmaker, and I guess he is even a, he he can also be an option for us. Like he will be available for some. Fourteen or fifteen million something, and obviously Stuart Armstrong backup is something we really need. And I don't yeah. know which player can fill that because Armstrong is such an intelligent kind of player who can perform many roles at uh, at one point. So I think what you're referring to is like basically we need another Tadic as well. I can whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I remember like we need uh, Dusan Tadic. Someone who can replicate it. Yeah, I heard somewhere sure. like uh, Armstrong is like a Swiss Army, like a <laughs> Swiss Army knife. Like yeah, he, can he can do a lot of stuff. Perform various functions in one time. Like he can defend, he can dribble, he can take it on. So we need a player like that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, Honestly, yeah, can you can't rely it. on him a lot. Uh, and he's twenty-seven or twenty-eight, twenty-eight yeah. year old, right? So we need a backup. Not a lot of yours. Stijan, quickly. Tell me, what are you looking for? Who's gonna come in? And I also hope, guys, that uh, people like Southampton management listen to our podcast and take some suggestions. In. Uh, me and Tanmay once had a talk about this uh, central midfield, uh, the thing that we talked about, and I actually suggesting that I love Tom Davis a lot. So I hope he remembers that. Uh, yeah. I, I told him I love Tom Davis a lot, and since Everton right now have a lot of central midfielders. I, first of all, uh, uh, let's let's be pretty much sure, pretty much pretty much evident that Everton have a mid options, lot of mid options. Allen, Abdul Jawari, James Rodriguez eventually leaves out Tom Davis to rot on bench. So I actually hated for that kind of talent to be wasted on bench, and it's pretty evident as well that we are lacking in our midfield, yeah. which is why we are actually losing from 
counter attacks like against Crystal Palace. Uh, that was poor ball uh, given away to Crystal Palace and Andros Townsend made no mistakes giving a beautiful long ball to Zaha who knows how to put the ball inside the net. So, yes, a central midfield is really needed. We can't rely on a youth academy always. It's sometimes that experience counts up. Right, yeah. So, Tom, there is something I actually love a lot and I'm a big fan of him. But even, and he could come for a cheap value as well, even if it's not. And I think so that this might be a little expensive option, very expensive option. But I think so if a record transfer is ever to be made, and we need someone to actually replace Nathan Redmond, uh, because uh, I don't know many are complaining that he is not like he used to be before. Although I like him, I trust him. So it's one player that I know is Philip Costet from Frankfurt. Uh, I don't know. Someone uh, might be doing it. Uh, I've talked to him about this. So this Philip Costet, uh, Frankfurt is actually the best player amongst them. Pretty much very underrated, and he surely I don't know why he's still playing in Bundesliga. He deserves to be somewhere better. And if they're actually getting a dream signing, so it should be Philip Costet from. Uh, Frankfurt for me. Uh, regarding everything, I think so. We need a central mid- midfielder as soon as possible. We have our defense sorted out. Salisu would be coming in any time, and uh, Jan Manara or Jack's defense, either of them is going to make the bench. Yeah. Uh, with regards to Nathan Redmond, uh, to be honest, I think he was actually brought in to re- replace Sadio Mane. So he had very big shoes yeah. to fill. And I'm not too sure like what you have of opinion about him. He's a great player. Like he's a very great player. He's a great player, sir. I like him. I like him. Is he a direct showing hesitance? He's very hesitant to you know take on the defenders as of now. I don't so know. That's why. why I always felt like is he as good as Mane when he was with us, like Mane was with us? I don't think so. Like I don't think he ever reached that level of being that clinical playmaker who changes the game. I'm sure you might have seen like when Mane was with us. Every game, whenever he used to come in, you knew something was going to happen different. Like opponents could never predict. Even Buffal was, was uh, even Buffal was said to be such a player. Definitely, like, I he, even I was. I think one of the saddest signing was with Buffal and all those people because he could have been like that one goal yeah. if you remember but, him. Yeah. Now the thing is, I like this guy Jenapo. I love this guy's okay. skill. I love yeah. this what this guy can do. But this guy has no physique at all. <laughs> One push and the Dola is down there. I see he can't just he tries to get to he has some he has those skills that he can actually uh, try and get inside the, the legs of the centre back. The two goals he had. Like Yeah. He can get but he's too thin, he's too his physique is not good. I still he have work in the gym, I guess. The entire uh, the Ravani runs from for the hour half to the end. And scores, I have it in GIF and I still have it deleted. Yeah, like whenever I'm bored, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just watch it. So it's quite funny. He's a great player. Uh, even he's the, a great player. I guess, uh, if if Smallbone can bulk up for, uh, no, uh, like for Goretzka the Premier League standard. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like Goretzka did with Bayern. Like if you have seen him before the restart and after the restart, it's <laughs> like two different uh, people. People, yeah. No, uh, with the same face. So, uh, if Smallbone can bulk up like towards did, he can be a really good centre midfielder for us. That's so. That's so. Smallbone, are you listening? Uh, please take our advice. Yeah. You have to do it. We believe in you. The academy believes. Like in his you. passing is exceptional. Yeah. Like, uh, the 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 Watford game after restart, the pass he gave to Ings was one of the like very very clean passing. It was something. Yeah. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's hope. Uh, all our dreams come true and we get an amazing squad. Not that we don't have it, 
but for all this we need money and money is something which we have to talk about it our owners are a little bit i'm not too sure what's happening but let's see like there are some rumors going about an american to take over as well what do you guys think like is it the right direction we moving forward to are we going to be having that city football group thing which we going to go on what do you guys think about it Um, okay, yeah, so yeah, again there was a silence in the group, so uh, <laughs> my uh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> spitting mouth will uh, come again. Yeah, please, yeah, right. <laughs> so, sure, so, so. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I I don't really know what's going on it, but I just something with Saints fan as they're disappointed with Gao right now. I think we really need something. One chart just came recently. Uh, which showed the net investment made by the club and the profit earned by yeah. selling players. Akshay, that was literally one million. One million. That was literally one million. Yeah. We donate one rupees to God, you know. <laughs> It's just like for sake. I think now we are the, we are better than United in that case. United actually the club gave eighty three million to the owners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's not the yeah, bar I, which we should compare ourselves with, yeah, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I don't get out this United thing now. Get ourselves right there. It went million. I mean, like yeah. I was thinking, oh yes, where did it seventy-five million for Van Dyke went? Yeah. Where did it? Yeah. Where did all money for this? Seventy-five uh, million for Van Dyke. For <laughs> in that time, like uh, Van Dyke had a salon close with. We had a salon close with Celtic, I guess, with Van yeah. Dyke. Like, and even for that, that's just five percent. That's five percent. Seven point five million. Not even it's three point seven five million of seventy five million that went to that Celtic. But we bought we bought two Van Dyke replacements, right? Like Westergaard, Coed. Then we have uh, I guess uh, Buffal came after Van Dyke. Yeah, no, no, no. it was Carillo. Carillo, yeah. I, so I was talking you guys to talk uh, about Carillo. Like oh, that is where the money went, Shrijan. That is where the money went, and where is he now? Carillo, I read a, I read an article about Carillo. Like it was just done to please Mauricio Pellegrino. I don't know. So it was just done to please him. It was just, just they did for they to please him. Nothing else. There was like no point. Even one of our sign, one yeah. of our board members actually threatened to leave the club if they signed Carillo. Yeah, did he leave? Yeah, even I had the same question. Did he leave? <laughs> was he true to his word? He didn't leave. He, he didn't leave. leave. Uh, less, uh, yeah, less I understand. I understand. I think for me, him understand that we will uh, do something. Pellegrino's appointment, I had no idea what his philosophy was at that season. So I realized he we are not we are good for nothing, <laughs> to be honest. And Carino also was a big mistake. Like every top signing, I think I told this earlier as well. All our top signings. I've always gone to wish like Danny Osvaldo if you remember him. He's given us one gem against Manchester City. Yeah, against Manchester City. That is the only thing he has given us. But Gabriel he, he headbutted well. uh, Fonde, right? Which one? He headbutted Fonde, <laughs> Jason Fonde. Oh yeah. I oh that one. Yeah. Osvaldo, right? You're talking about Osvaldo, no? Yeah, Osvaldo, Osvaldo. Yeah. yeah. He's a good player, regardless. But yes. He can't be like, playing if he's not respecting like the players. He's like Lemina. He's like Lemina. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Even Gaston Ramirez. Gaston Ramirez is actually good. I think uh, initially. But he then diminished like. Yeah. He was in middles. He was in middles for a Nottingham first. Middles for right. Yes, Gaston Ramirez. Yeah. Middles for right. Yeah. 
So I remember, like on FIFA, I used to take him and make him the playmaker and stuff. Yashin Ramirez and all those people. And even for that matter, he had an injury, right? Yeah, yeah, he he had an injury. He had a very bad injury. Uh, ACL, 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 ACL. FIFA, FIFA heroes, what pros? FIFA. Actually, so, what pros has the best free kick stats in Premier yeah. League in FIFA? Oh wow! And in real life too. And real real life, yeah. I think what pros is eighty-nine rating for free kick. But coming to injuries, I feel like this one I always have to put it out. One of the saddest injuries I ever feel was with Jay Rodriguez. I've told it oh, multiple yeah. times. I've always he was on the peak of peak of his career. Like he actually was supposed to be like this amazing striker. He had really good technique, but still like that one small like a big injury. injury. Completely, the trajectory was completely changed. To be honest, I think happens so. with I guess every player an injury can ruin someone. Yeah. Care. Take Adam Lallana for example. He was in his prime with yeah. his time in Liverpool. Yeah. One ACL got him on the bench, and there are midfielders who can play above him. Yeah. He won the best player award. Yeah. 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 Now Jay Rodriguez makes the bench for Bunny now. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel sad. He was in West Brom, right? Last I heard. He's gone to Burnley. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. he went to West Brom. I guess he went to Burnley. Okay. I think for me, I think that was very shattering. I he had an England call up. He was scoring amazing goals, and he just like at that team he was perfect. Like he was the perfect striker at that point. But like life has other plans. But hopefully, <laughs> yeah. I actually wish him all the best. Like, Even with uh, Luke Shaw, but he, he went he's doing well. Oh, he's doing well. Yeah. I have have it. I love Luke Shaw. I don't know what, whatever these United fans mindset yeah. they might be getting. He was so good. Yeah, and he's a he's a great player. I think with Southampton. Yeah. Uh, last season, even with uh, with uh, United, Luke Shaw was one of their best players. Like, I, like I guess he was one of. True oh, man, really true. Like he really supported Rashford, and so I don't know why they are. Complaining about it, yeah. Maybe because of the injury issue. Definitely, yeah. yeah. But I think there are. I always feel a little bit sad, like when players do amazing with us and don't perform that well when they move on. Like even for me, another player was Callum Chambers. Schneiderlin. I huh? don't know why. What happened to Schneiderlin? Oh yeah, Schneiderlin with us was had just he had his France yeah. call up. He was with us in the Champions League. He had a proper curve. But then I'm not too sure what happened with United, and then he went to Everton. Wanyama and Schneiderlin at centre midfield was one of the best. I think. Yeah. Even uh, for me, I think I like Jack Cock as well back then. He was reliable, yeah. and yeah, even yeah, Steven yeah. Davis. Steven Davis was the most underrated person in our squad, to be honest. I love him. I love Steven. <laughs> like uh, when I played uh, FIFA, yeah, <laughs> I never sell him, even if he was old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steven. In this contemporary football scene from 2012 to 2020, who's like a player which you feel like is really underrated in the South African squad? Like any player? Seasons gone again. Oh, Seasons is gone. Seasons, did you hear the question I asked you? No. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, like, from the era we were back in Premier League uh, till this season, who do you think was the most underrated player? Like. Someone who didn't get the appreciation he should have gotten. 
For me, Indoors. I think. Yeah, tell me the episode. Cedric Suarez. Oh wow, that's an interesting choice. Why do you? Say you know, that? I no, I don't know. Many would know this. Barcelona once made an offer for him. When he was Barcelona, yes, when he was with us. Uh, Cedric Suarez, when he was in Barcelona, once made an offer to get a right back. They literally wanted Cedric Suarez, although they were only paying that much because he was still in Southampton and they were not that much reputed club. Yeah. His contract was uh, not that heavy as well. But I think so. He was one of the most underrated players. And if I have to um, mention another player, it has to be. I don't know Fraser Foster. I don't know why does he get so much of hate. But I like Fraser I like Foster him. a lot. Even I like him. Okay. Yeah, he made a club record of continuous clean sheets. Like he had six game, and a right? half games of clean seven, sheets yeah. continuously. No one can get past behind that ball that he was. So yeah. he was a monster. But again, they had the best defense at that time. Yeah. So. Even, names a lot of people forget that Toby Alderweireld was there at that point, and such amazing yeah. players we had. But yeah. eventually, we'll get better. And yeah, I was telling I them that one of the underrated yeah. players that we have in our team is even now Ryan Bertrand. Like yes. Ryan yes. Bertrand is not underrated. Yes. I to love him. He's, he's a legend. Bro. He's, he's a legend. He's he's, no, he's fairly he's, rated. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think he's fairly rated. He's. Yeah. I think he's fairly rated. Yeah. Like even. It's good we appreciate him, even if he has a bad game. We say yes, he had a bad game, but no one is like, yeah, get this guy out. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's going he's to die. He's fairly appreciated. Yeah, I don't. He's been one of those people who's been there from the beginning. Like, like no, our yeah. surge and kind of the kind of game he plays, he's never appreciated. I, I personally think. I personally think. Like you know, Bernardo Silva said that. The toughest defender he has faced in Premier League is Ryan Bertrand. Bernardo Silva said that. Just yeah, now, can I have my say? And yeah, Shijan, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Tanmay, please, yeah. Yeah. Firstly, it's Stephen Davis, like yeah. you all know, he was very underrated, and Definitely. the second player I think is Shane Long. Like he doesn't score yeah. many goals, but oh. his work ethic is very yeah. good. Like he's Boston one of the favorite strikers in the league. In fact, in the game. Do you think so? He's the fastest in the game. No, not yeah. fastest. My favorite. Oh, your favorite? Okay, sorry. Yeah. He's actually fast. He's fast. He's actually he's very fast. fast. Yeah, yeah he, he, he must be. He must be uh, top five in the Premier League. Yeah. Top five he runs like an ostrich. I like. I like that. <laughs> he runs like an ostrich. <laughs> so yeah, he's really fast. Imagine that, na Tadich, uh, long and Mane and running around here and there. Yeah. You remember those days? I don't know why we are giving on this nostalgia, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that was such a fine moment. For me, I think I told you already. Steven Davis and one of the saddest players, and I'm very sad about what I what I'm seeing. Uh, is a jade order guess like that injury thing which happened to him anyway and now this is something which we already done like who do you think is the greatest player in the south african obviously mat letisaria and all i'm not going to count because we've actually never seen them play like i personally never seen yeah. them play live like we've seen them in videos but in the premier league era once you were back who do you think is a player like club legend has the status i'll go first in this i'll go first i think it's like okay. ricky lambert Like Ricky Lambert, that guy. 
been amazing for us. He fired us through the uh, championship to the Premier League, and he's been amazing uh, Southampton player, and still has very good relations with the club as well. So now I think I'll not ask you, Shrijan. I'll go for Tanmay first because because we didn't let him talk. Tanmay, who do you think? From the time I've been watching Saints, it's Ryan Burton. He's uh, very consistent, and you know he has been performing almost every game. Oh, okay. okay. You know, actually, yeah. I've never thought about it that way. Like we don't. That's why I think he's fairly rated, but we never speak about him as a club legend kind of a cult figure. So that's yeah. very interesting choice. Uh, like there are yeah. there were okay like there were many other great players like Mane, Van Dijk, <laughs> and many others, but they were they hardly played two seasons. Yeah. But uh, in Burton's case, it was like on a very large period uh, he played. Definitely, definitely. Akshay, what do you think? Who do you think is the? According to me, I would say Joseph Andre because. Uh, oh yeah, like. Right from the championship, he has been with the club, and uh, like even even uh, like every year a new partner came for him. Yeah, this like, is something I noticed. Lovren, Lovren, So even Jack Stevens played with him. So like every year, new new players came. They paired with him, but when when these players left left the club. Joseph Funde was kind of an experience for you. Like, yes, he was a leader at the back. He he organized the back, and that's the that's the single handed uh, like effort he did for the club through the years. And we yes. miss a player like Joseph Funde at the back, like who can really uh, talk to his uh, partner. He who can really get him yes. moving. Like Jack Stevens is a, a kind of player like him. Like he is very vocal, but again. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have the commanding the effect which Fonte had. Shijin, what do you think? I know your answer. I know your answer. We're gonna say. Yeah. Just, 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 just make a guess. But just make a guess. Lalala, man. It's gonna be Lalala for sure. Ah, man, he's uh, absolute legend. But I will actually go deep down more into history. I think he's actually favorite for me. And uh, but uh, I have another player in my mind. Oh, another and, player. Uh, of, Yeah, Adam Lallana of course stands for the number one because I I grew up watching him. But I would like to say Kelvin Davis. Do you oh. guys know him? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kelvin Davis, absolute legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one heck of a keeper. He was a really good keeper. He was something like uh, another ball in the defense. So he is an absolute legend. He was a very loyal servant as well. That's he right. stuck around uh, like. Yeah, uh, for so many years, he actually managed one game for us. Uh, yeah. uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I can. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying yeah, he's still with us. Oh, okay. I, so can you still hear? Yes, I can. Okay. So uh, he actually was a very loyal servant, and uh, he actually also did manage one of our games. Actually, yeah. once once we fired. Uh, I don't know. Before getting Ralph Hasenhutl, I think so. Kelvin Davis managed one game for yeah. Southampton. Yeah, yeah. So he was seven scores. Yeah, so so that's what uh, Southampton has gives to their club legends, uh, an opportunity to guide the younger players. So he was one of the legends that I would like to mention. Forget it. He's been an amazing servant, and he's still with us. That's great. 
Yeah. I guess he will be coaching our under 18s or maybe below that. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. I think we do that. And now I think I'll. This has been an interesting talk, guys. But we have to end it. But I have a very like uh, fun question. Like, tell me the most outrageous thing a different supporter has told you when they asked you, oh, "Why do you support Southampton?" Or like the weird rebuttals you get. I want to know about it. Like, what is it that people have told you when you supported Southampton? Like, what was their first thought, or what did they say to you? Because I remember, I Tanmay, were you there at Prem, uh, Premier League live, which happened in Mumbai? A few years yeah, back. yeah, I was there. Because yeah. I had at that point, I never had a Southampton jersey, but I had like my friends had print, painted Southampton back then, and they were. Very, I think a lot of people are very curious, like, oh, who is this guy? Who is this wannabe going around? Asking all, I think I think Leicester had come in. Leicester also had a stall, and yeah. I don't. I forgot the name. It was Emil Heskey. Ha, Emil Heskey, Emil Heskey. Yeah, I, I still have his autograph. Yeah. Uh, it was a very fun moment. Yeah, so I have a photo of him. Oh yeah, even I have. I think a lot of people are very interested, and even Swansea City had a stall over there, and they were quite surprised yeah. that uh, they had Southampton supporters over here and everything. So. it i have a lot of mixed feelings like whenever i met people it's been good like people who are friends and then i've told them i'm a southampton supporter they've been very empathetic and good but online i've seen a lot of hate like oh, who are these wannabes uh plastic supporters asking for attention and all that stuff which i honestly don't believe which i think is utter crap because these guys they also support big clubs united and all those things i am not against it like you have your own personal choice but this i think i've told it a lot of times but Every time a different supporter, like a mainstream supporter, comes and tells you this one match they saw, this one uh, clip they saw, this one goal they saw, and they know I they fell in love with it. But whenever we do that, it's like oh, you just like doing it for attention and stuff. So I want to know guys, what has been your experience with other supporters and your general interactions in college and uh, yeah. Like, uh, most of my interactions have been positive. Okay. Like, uh, As I said, like some of my friends, uh, they, 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 when we are talking about Premier League or football, actually, when I say Southampton, most of them hear to me. Most of them uh, say that okay, you have the club has a future. So most of them have been negative. Have always been part of it. Like uh, recently, when the instagram the video of yours was uh, yes, yes. like uh, a lot of comments came, uh, came down like uh, plastic fans and things and i uh, and in my, in my college group i just posted it and said why are they calling us plastic fans and uh, a lot of city supporters uh, they came and they said first time uh, <laughs> they just asked me like that <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and uh, actually, I can't. Some some friends of mine when they lose, I'll make. He used to be like he used to always troll me because I was a Southampton supporter. And uh, once when we lost against I don't know whom City I guess not the City. He just came and he said. Uh, it's not Southampton. It's Shitanton, <laughs> and uh, uh, 
and i had uh, i had like uh, one hour debate with him like uh, words and things the history and and he said okay fine i'm not, I'm not just fighting with you you can carry on with your like yeah. so that is speechen what has been your experience as a south african fan in india uh, the thing is simple you get hate a lot here people here are really narrow minded but there are people as well who are actually very open minded too so when uh, online whenever all these online forums when they come they just write some nonsense and it's actually fun i like to see them get triggered i think i love to see them get triggered burn 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 their rot there oh. i don't care yeah you <laughs> I think Shrijan and Tanmay have been very active on social media, and you guys actually engage with these people who like on the comment section and all. And I was going through them. I was like, these are actually what? talking. Yeah, <laughs> I would never <laughs> like. I Tanmay actually managed to trigger the whole Christopher Ellis fan base. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, did you yeah, say, Tanmay? Yeah, tell me. What did Westbrook, you say? Westbrook just scored a beautiful goal. Oh, oh no, 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 no! Who scored? Who scored? Who scored? Gravy Diang, Anna. ഹാബിറ്റ് ിറ്റി <laughs> just don't pay attention to this yeah. narrow mentality people and all let them get triggered i love to see them triggered i even i go those burn 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 yeah. i i try to get them alert no it's like, fine the wasting oh, of time sadhanton sadhanton's official youtube uh, channel right uh, yeah. they have this live program before every match uh, of discussing yeah. what match will be so dean hammond is uh, he he is one of their guest so uh, and uh, there were a lot of comments i guess last year against manchester city when we had the game the, in that live program most of them commented like oh this club has a youtube uh, youtube page uh, youtube channel okay this club is uh, this high right so a lot of people are getting yeah. triggered because of a club being this uh, like yeah a small club being this high so it's only yeah small. i think it's part and parcel like i've actually accepted yeah. it that whatever we go we have to justify that oh why we support why we do it like when i don't think anyone who supports like united liverpool arsenal uh, real madrid bayern had to ever justify like oh 
why do you support southampton why 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 but we had to and that's okay obviously uh, i'm that's the thing we have to get used to once it becomes mainstream then i'm hopefully things get better but yeah even for that matter i'll be a give a very honest description that whenever i was during this entire conversation i was just wondering oh i just hope nothing gets taken out of context or make us look like some people who like make me at least look like people who are hating other clubs at all i completely respect all all opinions and club choices you have your reasons we have our reasons just don't shit on our reasons is what i say Yeah, I think exactly. that is right. Yeah, but this before we leave, we have one more thing to do. That is now we have Tottenham to play tomorrow. So what do you think, guys? What is going to happen? And then we'll wrap it up. I'm sure, like yeah. we have to watch. Yeah, let's be quick and wrap it up. Yeah, please. I would expect a draw. Draw. To be honest. Okay. Like, And do you think anyone uh, will score? Do you think Che Adams will score? I guess Sir yeah. Adams can score. Yeah, I I, I think. So. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, draw is uh, yeah. kind of expectation that I have. Okay, for me, I think. I love the performance for this week. Okay, for, for me, I think I'll go for a loss because I don't think we're gonna win it. For some reason, I don't think we're gonna win it. Like we might lose by one nil, but it's fine. But I don't think. We're gonna win this match next week. Say I'm very optimistic. From next week, I'm like yeah. win, 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 win all games. But this week, like I'm the, very the, the the cup exit actually is a positive when it comes to the schedules. Like we have a lot of time now to yeah get ready. For that's why. That's why. That's one of my reasons. Tottenham has four games in uh, eight days. Oh. Wow. That should be a, a, a minus point on their side. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a win. I, I know. I know. I, this Danny is going to destroy a lot of careers there. So wow. yes, it's easy, easy win for such us. optimism. Think, I'm scared, man. So. Yeah. <laughs> But I want to see Hoiberg struggle. Okay, I won't see that. Hey, don't don't oh, yeah, hate on people. Hoiberg, I don't hate that player. I'm not hating on him. I'm not hating on him. I'm not hating on him, but I really want to want him to struggle. I don't think so. I the feel like only game against Southampton. Acha, oh, then 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 it's fine. Then like if here every Hoiberg suffers against him, then it's a little bit I can push. But I don't like to like no not say. any other any other thing. But against us, I I want to see him struggle. Yeah. Tanmay, 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 no, Tanmay. Bigi is a lot of a lot lot enough forward. This guy has both items and things in his FPLT. Yeah, I guess he. I guess he learned his mistake. Yeah, both. Yeah, he. He. Did you captain Ings or did you and vice captain Adam? Was it that too? Uh, what? Did you captain Ings and vice captain the Adams? Was it like no, that? No. Or... <laughs> No, no, no. I captain Aubameyang for this week, and Che Adams is the vice captain. Oh, wow. you talk about anything? I just use my vice card. It's a bad performance. I just use my vice card in the first game. I again. think they both created. They both had their chances against Palace and Brentford. Yeah, they had. They did. They did. Yeah, I'm not going to give up on them this soon. But yeah. I'd rather like, pick uh, Adams than of things because like Goethe had a great save. Like yeah, Goethe did that game. Yeah, so yeah. And my predictions for this uh, Spurs game is, I think, one on. Wow. Because I'm being a little bit uh, optimistic. 
actually it doesn't look possible right now because we are playing bad but let's hope so yeah so now we have two draws one win one win is it shrijan you said win right yeah i'm i'm win i'm win it's a win by two or three goals yeah. i think i am the pessimist <laughs> of the group right now or maybe the realist who knows but yeah hopefully shrijan's dream come true for tomorrow that we gonna yeah. Yeah. yeah we all hope so yeah che adams one goal two goals by danny ings is my prediction like this going to happen that's good If for my first first season first season yeah first season i to told already yeah. <laughs> for me i don't i just i use my white colors just told you know so just to keep my motives right i want some time to win but i won't try to go peter to score a brace because i have been in him in my team so the only south and fair right now i have is kyle over peters and you wanted to score danders Dangers, come on, yeah. I just want to keep my motives straight. See, I understand being optimistic in life is very good, but being unrealistic in life is like a little bit of a stretch. Okay, Stephen. Now you don't just like, keep my motives straight. Huh? I, I think so. Ings is going to destroy. I was just joking there. Ings is going to destroy <laughs> a few careers there, like it did last time with Alderweire. You saw that Flick can uh, go, uh, score a <laughs> goal yeah. that made Alderweire fall off his knees. So. I'm just being a little bit dramatic. I'm just been joking here. Yeah? Let's so, hope, yeah. Let's hope. Only tomorrow can tell. Let's hope. Let's hope, Evan. Who's right? Yeah. But anyway, I think I'll wrap up this uh, episode of the podcast. Thank you guys for actually coming in and helping me out with this amazing conversation. And I hope everyone also liked it. Uh, we are a little bit rustic, so please don't mind us. Hopefully, we get better uh, with the period of time and the number of episodes we put out. And if you actually like it, then please spread it among your friends and let them know that we are here. and you are here to stay thank you so much guys have a great day see you guys bye see you guys